1: Friday, December thirtieth, twenty sixteen here on the Patriots Beat Podcast. A little bit of a shorter show for you guys this week. We're only gonna have Tyler Trudeau, our own from CLNS Radio, come on and give us his thoughts on the upcoming game against the Miami Dolphins. We'll also be discussing who are the actual threats to the Patriots in this year's AFC playoff picture. All that and more on this episode of the Patriots Beat Podcast. Thanks, Larry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Patriots V Podcast. I believe we are on episode 156. We are one week away from the beginning of the NFL playoffs. The New England Patriots currently sit at the number one seed in the AFC, but it is not secured just yet. They must take down the... I guess, now mighty Miami Dolphins? I'm not really sure how mighty they are. But indeed, this is a 10-win Miami Dolphins team that the Patriots are about to go up against in Miami this weekend. Adam Gase has done a very, very impressive job with his Miami Dolphins team this year. But we'll be going over that as well as their game against the Jets. I don't even know if we can even call it a football game against the Jets. That was... That was an annihilation. That was a domination. That was a a beatdown of epic proportions. It was ironic because I said on the show that week that the Patriots haven't really blown people out and that they've been playing more game plan to game plan. But I think it all came down to that play in the end of the first half where the Patriots were very clearly just trying to run down the clock. It was third and four. Or excuse me. It was second and like eight. Patriots just run the ball up the middle with Blunt. All of a sudden, you know, there's 20 seconds left on the clock, and then, and then Todd Bowles calls a timeout. You, you, unacceptable. Third and four, they chuck one deep down the field to Malcolm Mitchell. Malcolm Mitchell uh, pulls the DPI penalty, gets the pass interference, 45 yard play there, and then Tom Brady does what Tom Brady does and delivers an absolute sh- just rainbow of a pass to James White for the touchdown putting the Patriots up 27 to nothing before the first half was even over and then by then it was just it was just a massacre. I believe the game ended up being 41 to 3. Something something just un- just unbelievably ridiculous crushing the New York Jets' hopes and dreams and really kind of putting I don't know they didn't really put the nail in the coffin of the Jets season seeing as they were already horrible but you know, you want a quintessential game for how bad the Jets have been this year. And that was kind of it. And then we hear about this whole Sheldon Richardson, Brandon Marshall fiasco going on in the locker room. Right now, that that team is a mess. What, what a what a joke of an NFL franchise right now. That team does not know left, right from center. But, you know, just, just looking at it from another analytical standpoint, again, the New England Patriots defense sits at number one in in the NFL in defensive points per game a number that is going to be a three year high potentially for the NFL behind only Seattle from 2013 and then I believe Denver from 2014 so or maybe there maybe the years are switched I'm not 100% sure but you know good on this New England Patriots team for being so dominant this year I mean this defense ever since they came off of that game against Seattle, has been one of the best in the NFL and has also just dominated people. I mean, it's been hard to see in any sort of game. You know, you want to talk about, oh, their opponents haven't been great, blah, blah, blah. Go look at their DVOA, which is their defensive variable over on average or something, uh, from Football Outsiders. Go look at the teams that they've played against. That that takes into account the offense that they've gone up against. They're sixth in the NFL right now since Week 11. So, this is a very good defense. This is a very good, obviously, all-around team. You could ar- ar- easily make an argument with Derek Carr going down that they are by far the best team in the AFC and by far maybe even the best team in the NFL. I, I think it's kind of hard to... I, it, you know, I think it's a kind of a toss-up right now who's better between them and the Cowboys. So make your own interpretations. Feel bad for the Raiders losing Derek Carr, but it makes the Patriots go to the Super Bowl that much easier. So like I said before, we're going to be welcoming on... Uh, Tyler Trudeau, our own from CLNS Radio, who's been wanting to come on the show for a couple of weeks now. So we're very happy to have him on. Uh, actually, a, uh, a uh, college – what's the word? I guess colleague of mine? I'm not really sure. <laughs> we went to Emerson at the same time. He's a good buddy of mine. We've done some things together in the past. So we'll have him on later in the show. I, I, I sent out emails to just about everyone – uh, for from the Miami side of things to try to get them on. Uh, I got a lot of, it's the holiday season, I'm not working this week, or just didn't get any responses. So very clearly they are sitting in a a uh, uh, little bit of a playoff cloud right now, those Miami Dolphins fans. They're, they're too good for us. So no Behind Enemy Lines segment this week, a shorter show. I know you guys want to enjoy your New Year's. I certainly want to enjoy my New Year's. So we'll, we'll welcome on Tyler Trudeau. In a couple of, uh, in a couple of minutes, or excuse me, in a, in a little bit of a while. But first, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to break down this game against the Miami Dolphins. But moving on from this Broncos game, actually, hold on. Let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to get into the Jets game before we bring on Joe Caparoso. And then we'll have, oh, excuse me, we'll bring on Michael Longy first. And then we'll bring on Joe Caparoso after. We'll talk a little bit of Jets after this commercial break. Looking for the perfect gift? Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks and about how for only $49.99 you can get my family gift back when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter my code BEAT, B-E-A-T in the search bar. That's 77% off. Omaha Steaks offers unique gifts for gourmet food lovers, great steak experiences at home with the most flavorful tender aged beef plus seafood, poultry, pork, veal, lamb, veggies, desserts, appetizers and so much more. Over 500 gourmet gift ideas with the highest quality Cuts and ingredients for a one of a kind flavor that's convenient and quick shopping for those on your list. It's aged 21 days to unlock the full flavors of the cuts. It's hand trimmed, vacuum sealed with online recipes, wine pairings, and so much more. I actually used uh, my code a couple days ago to get a couple of the items I'll list in a little bit, but I got a couple filets, a couple of sirloins, a couple of pork chops. Me and my roommate Jack, we cooked them up, we paired them with some beers, and it was a great time. But right now, Omaha Steaks is giving exclusive savings just to my listeners. Listen to everything that you will get for less than $50. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken bests, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, 12-ounce package all beef meat, Balls, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha Steak seasoning packet, plus get four additional Kio balls of sausages. For free, So go to omahasteaks.com and enter my code BEAT, B-E-A-T, in the search bar. Add the family gift pack to your cart and get a 77% savings. It's a gift guaranteed to be a hit. All right, let's take a look at the Patriots game this week against the Miami Dolphins. We really don't know what we're going to get in this game, simply because we're not even sure who the Miami Dolphins are going to play in this game. We're not sure if they're going to be sitting people or what's going on with J.J.'s shoulder. Are they going to play safe with a lot of their defensive linemen? whether it's Cameron Wake or Ndamukong Suh, because remember, this this Dolphins defense is bad. It's just bad. It got ripped apart by the Buffalo Bills last week. It's been getting ripped apart all year long. They can't stop the run. So this Patriots team might just kind of grind out this game, pound the rock a little bit. They've been... in unbelievably balanced the past couple of weeks. and the, the whole offense has been flourishing because of it. They love mixing in runs to Deion Lewis. They love mixing in little, uh, little tidbits here and there with James White. They love pounding it up the middle with LeGarrette Blunt behind Tooney and behind Shaq Mason. Again, I, I've been very critical of Joe Tooney all year long. I think Joe Tooney played maybe his second or third best game of the season against the New York Jets. He got dominated on one or two plays by Sheldon Richardson, as you will going up against a guy of his talent. He was Defensive Rookie of the Year for a reason. But, you know, he he played a fantastic game. Shaq Mason was pulling all over the place. They really ran the ball... Pretty well in the second half. I was actually pretty surprised. Even Todd Bowles came out and said that he was surprised how much the Patriots were running the ball. It did not work at all in the first half, but it didn't really need to seeing as they put up 27 points. But once they start, once the defense got tired, once they just needed to start grinding out game clock, LeGarrette Blunt took the game over as usual, put in two touchdowns again to extend his NFL lead, which was outstanding, by the way. Just a round of applause for LeGarrette Blunt. There were talks of the Patriots maybe cutting him, during the preseason and he comes out becomes their featured back has been one of the best running backs in the NFL this season leads the NFL in rushing TDs. I mean I can't tell you how many times I've told people that LeGarrette Blunt is a bad short yardage back which he has been in years past. I know people think he is just because he's big but the numbers say otherwise. And this year, he's completely turned around. I mean, I can't tell you how many times he's just kept those legs churning and pumped in touchdowns from the one or two yard line. He's been fantastic at the goal line this year and been exactly what they needed, especially with, uh, Guskowski having some early season troubles. I mean, they, they really got a lot of points on the board just from LeGarrette Blunt keeping, uh, Guskowski off of the field. But now they can't have Guskowski off the field at all. He's been one of their best weapons the second half of the year. It's almost like after that Seattle game, the, the team just, Kind of perked up. was like, all right, we can't have what happened last year. Brady's been saying it for the past couple of weeks how they need to finish strong. They can't just, you know, peter out like they did last year. This is the year where, you know, they're, they're going against a good Miami Dolphins team, Miami Dolphins team that they might see in the playoffs. And if you ask me, I say keep the pedal in the middle. Start everyone, play everyone for a half. See what the score is at halftime. You're up two touchdowns. You're up two touchdowns and a field goal. Then you pull everyone. But this is a game you need to win. You can't go into a bye week just you know fluttering out. We saw what happened last year. The, this team knows that the rest of the conference is weak. If they keep up this play, then you know who's going to stop them in 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 this conference. The, the, certainly not this Miami team. And you know I, I still don't think Pittsburgh. But I apologize for this. We're going to take one more quick break to get a word from one more of our sponsors. And then we're going to go through who are the Patriots competitors in the AFC conference. Because right now, with no Derek Carr and the Raiders, the Ravens officially being out of the playoffs, the, the, the rest of the teams aren't exactly what I'd call uh, inspiring. So we're going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, it's going to be a little AFC conference playoff talk. It's a new year, which means a fresh start for your business. And a great year starts with making great hires. But posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017. Post your job to 200-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide nationwide. Just post ones and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com sportsfan. Playoff time in football is almost here. So with a week left in the season, let's look at the current AFC and NFC playoff pictures. But we'll obviously start with the AFC because that's what we really care more about. As of this moment being recorded on Wednesday, December 28th, 2016, I say 2016 because, boy, oh, boy, does this year need to end. And, boy, oh, boy, does the world need 2017 to be to come upon it. But our number one seed currently in the AFC is the New England Patriots. Number two are the Raiders. Number three are the Steelers. Number four are the Texans. The two wildcard teams. Number five are the Chiefs. And number six are the Miami Dolphins. I have to say, though, very impressive uh, just looking at the records of these teams, you have a 13-2 Pats team, a 12-3 and Raiders team, a 10-5 and Steelers team, an 11-4 Chiefs team, and a 10-5 and Dolphins team. The worst team going into the playoffs is easily the Houston Texans, who I don't care who you start, Tom Savage or Brock Osweiler, that is not a good offense. The, the, both of them aren't exactly what I call very good. I think both the Chiefs and the Dolphins are probably better than the Houston Texans at this point. But... Don't discount the Houston Texans defense. They have been one of the best in the NFL this season without J.J. Watt. J.J.V. Clowney has come on this year and really started to show flashes to the player that they expected him to be when they drafted him first overall. He's been an absolute stud this year. He's always been really good in the run, but now he's really starting to make efficient strides in the past game as well, but let's just go through the teams that you have to be afraid of, Afraid of, quote-unquote, you know, they, that stupid anxiety article, if you're a Patriots fan. I'm still afraid of the Raiders, uh, simply because, you know, even though Matt McGloin is not Derek Carr, you still have an offense that's centered around Amari Cooper, Michael Crabtree, Clive Walford, Michael Rivera... And then the running backs, you have Latavius Murray, Jalen Rashard, DeAndre Washington, and easily what is the second or third best offensive line in football. So no matter what quarterback is starting back there, remind you, Matt McGloin has been in that system for three years now, being the backup. He knows that offense, he knows these receivers, he understands how the offense works. So obviously you're losing a a big, massive gap in skill level between him and Derek Hart, but the offense should still run the same. There isn't going to be some big shift in offense. Maybe just an efficiency. But this is a team that can still score points. And that defense has really come on late in the year. That defense is so, so young. But a lot of big time playmakers on the defensive side of the ball for the Raiders. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers is a team that you all said to be away from. Simply because they have the best running back in football right now. I love Ezekiel Elliott. I do. He is not Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is the best running back in football, if you're going to ask me. No one has the patience he has. Patience, acceleration, football IQ, receiving skills. The only thing that Ezekiel Elliott has over Le'Veon Bell, in my opinion, is top-end speed. But with the way that the Pittsburgh Steelers run their, run their offense, top-end speed isn't exactly you know what Le'Veon Bell needs to be successful. He has unbelievable short area quickness. Unbelievable uh, quick time acceleration and some of the best patience that we've seen out of a running back in years. He's the best running back I've seen since prime AP. I love Le'Veon Bell. And, you know, the Patriots have shown they can stop Big Ben and they can stop Antonio Brown. But the time – but when the Patriots took on the Steelers in like week four? No, week five maybe? Week five or week six? First couple of weeks of the season, I'm not sure. You know, they were starting, what's-his-face, at quarterback. Um, oh, I forget his name. What's-his-face? Landry Jones, the quarterback. And then, you know, Le'Veon Bell wasn't even playing that game. He was still suspended. So, this, that, and whatever, I think the Steelers are a team to be afraid of. I, the The Chiefs, guys. I am a big... Big Chiefs guy, Tyreek Hill, Spencer Ware, Travis Kelsey, Jeremy Macklin, Allen. I don't really trust Alex Smith in any sort of playoff game, but they have enough weapons to cause a problem for anyone. They've one of the best special teams units in football, and well, as well, and that defense. I don't think that defense is all it's supposed to. You know, all it's chalked up to be. I think that Justin Houston still being injured takes a lot away from that defense. But this is an elite. NFL team. The Chiefs have been one of the best teams in football since maybe about week five when they really got their legs underneath them. Tyreek Hill has been amazing the past five or six, six weeks. He is so unbelievably fast. He's just one of those, he's just faster than everyone else on the field. But then again, we've seen guys who are just faster than everyone else not really have great NFL careers, but he's having a great season, so he needs to be accounted for. I think you have to worry about the Raiders, Steelers, and the Chiefs. I don't think the Texans or the Dolphins are really what I call a threat in the playoffs as of right now. The Dolphins are a very, very young team, and they're probably going to be matched up against the Steelers. I just don't see that happening. So let's say that the AFC playoff picture stays what it is with all the seeds where they are now. You'll have the first round Steelers, Dolphins, Texans, Chiefs. I think you'll get, and obviously I'll make more updated predictions once we see these last couple of games, and we'll have a big playoff episode next week. It'll be a little bit difficult for me to record that, but I'll find out a way. So, you'll have Steelers being the Dolphins, Chiefs being the Texans, and then it'll be Patriots, Chiefs, Raiders, Steelers. I think the Pats taking down the Chiefs is almost a certainty, but even though the Chiefs are a very good team, and then we'll see what happens with the Raiders, Steelers, to see who the Pats would most likely take on in the AFC Championship game. But, the AFC playoff picture is it, 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 it's exciting. I really like the teams that we have in the AFC playoffs this year. I can't really I'm looking at the rest of the teams that were eliminated and I can't I don't really find a team that I'd want to see in the playoffs other than these guys. Maybe the Titans over the Texans, but with no Marcus Mariota, it's really tough to make that argument. I just love the their ability to run the ball with DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry. I love that offensive line. And they 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 need to work on that defense. But good to see the Titans actually, you know, making this into a legitimate season. The worst they can do with this year is go eight and eight. The best they can do is go nine and seven. This is a team that was what four and twelve, three and thirteen last year. Good for the Tennessee Titans turning that franchise around and actually, you know, against against what a lot of people thought, turning them in the, turning themselves into a pretty legitimate. NFL franchise but that's going to do it for me for this week uh we're going to welcome in Tyler Trudeau to get his look uh outlook on the AFC playoff picture as well as the Patriots upcoming game against the Miami Dolphins so we'll talk to you guys in a little bit Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. And they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers around the United States. As a result, seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Beef and chicken and pork come from ...responsible raised animals and produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. Blue Apron can deliver 99% of the continental United States and 99.5% of food deserts... ...because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of ingredients required for each recipe. They are reducing food waste. Cooking Together builds strong family bonds. Research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Those who spend a lot of time at restaurants or high-end grocery chains can now spend under $10 per person for a delicious meal roasted pork and braised cabbage with barley glazed apples Thai green coconut curry with sweet potato and jasmine rice, and this one's my favorite, brown butter and chestnut gnocchi with Brussels sprouts and pea shoot salad. But not all ingredients are created equal. These are the freshest and highest quality ingredients that make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. And, you know, I I love using this service. I actually use it a couple of times now with my roommate. My roommate Jack's a great cook, so we just have all these ingredients. We don't have to go out to some massive grocery store in the middle of Boston, and we get some really good quality food and we get a lot of really uh we try a lot of different things too which we both really like so check out this week's menu get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash patriots you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredibly home-cooked meals with blue apron so don't wait that's blueapron.com slash patriots blue apron a better way to cook Welcome back into Patriots Beat. It is now time for our featured guest segment this week. We are very happy to welcome CLNS Radio's own Tyler Trudeau. I, I don't. What's your official titer, uh, title, Tyler? I feel like you're just uh, the jack of all trades video producer.
0: Well, what they call me is the video correspondent when we uh, call onto the post game show. But I really don't make videos that much anymore because uh, I'm on the post game show. I am just making the uh, podcast with the Celtics stuff on Celtics newsfeed. So mm-hmm. I'm really just your uh, CLNS Swiss Army knife guy, I guess. There you go. Our, our, our
1: resident Tyler of all trades. So <laughs> we'll call that. So, Tyler, we're, we're wrapping up this NFL season. You know, we we have one more game coming up against the Miami Dolphins this weekend. Jay Ajayi, Jay Ajayi I should say, is actually going to play. That shoulder going to be okay. But – this Dolphins team is a lot of fun. I mean, Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry, Matt Moore has been running the offense pretty well. Uh, Jay Jay's had a season reminiscent of that in Boise State. But, I mean, th- this, this Dolphins team is pretty good. What have you seen from them this year?
0: I mean, what people really haven't really thought about is this team's going to be fighting for their lives. And they definitely started off the season in Dolphins fashion, which is, oh, they're going to be nothing this year and just be at the bottom of the AFC East the entire year. But this team has gone on some good winning streaks, and even the games that they have lost have usually been close. And even the games they were losing early on were close. And if you remember that Patriots game when Garoppolo went down, they almost won. They were a dropped pass away from blowing that game. And I think we were lucky to escape that game. I think it was week three?
1: Yeah, with
0: week, a yeah week three. No, yeah, week three or two. Or two, yeah. Uh, one of those yeah, week two. But I just am very impressed with the fact that if you told me that the Dolphins would be the uh, team fighting for their lives in the playoffs to get in on week 17, I would have laughed in your face and told you that no way, especially if you told me, oh, uh, Ryan Tannehill tore his ACL and Matt Moore is running the offense and they're fighting for a playoff spot.
1: I mean – it's. This- this is a 10-win t- football team. I don't care what your schedule looks like. It's hard to win 10 games. In the-
0: they're 10-5. and five. Exactly, and they've been playing really well. And I think the expectations of this year were supposed to be similar to how they ended last year. But you've got to remember, last year's expectations for the Dolphins were a lot higher, and they completely... Fell apart and were nothing, and everyone thought the uh, addition of Adonik and Sue would be huge, but it really didn't pan out for them last year. But it seems that all their grandmaster plans are starting to. Oh, we lost it, Charlie. There. Where did you last get me? Um, (laughs) The uh, Dolphins' expectations. Even though I'm a Patriots fan and I want to see them succeed, it's always nice to see other teams succeed. We haven't seen the Dolphins really be a threat in, really, I can't remember the last time the Dolphins were a threat. And that's just what has been overall exciting for the NFL season. There are different teams in the mix this year. The Super Bowl champs are not going to the playoffs this year. We have the Raiders who haven't been relevant in years, and they're going to be in the playoffs this year. The Dolphins could be in the playoffs this year. It's going to be a very exciting uh, postseason and a definitely very exciting week seventeen.
1: I love the fact that we have so many different teams in the playoffs this year. You know, whether you look at the Chiefs, you look at the Dolphins, Raiders, Steelers, and then, you know, the Texans. But all these teams are super interesting. I can't remember you know, you, you look at the playoff teams from last year and even I don't know, I feel like this year's playoff class, even though the rest of the NFL I feel like the 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 difference between the best teams and the worst teams is kind of farther away than it's ever been. But the, the playoff teams this year are, are are impressively good.
0: Oh, definitely. I'd say for the exception of the Seattle Seahawks, who really mm-hmm. just can't make up their mind with what they want to be one game. They can go into Gillette Stadium on a primetime game and put up 30-something points on them, but they can't beat the the Buccaneers. Like, it, There's just no correlation with what the – Seahawks are able to do and that's been confusing but other than that it really is it's the top tier teams and then kind of the rest is in this low tier not great football type <laughs> of you get your Jets your Bills your Cleveland Browns I'm so happy they got a win good for them yeah but other than that really just no team at all really is in that middle class tier. Everyone this is gonna be an exciting playoffs. I know a lot of people aren't looking for or saying that, oh, it's just gonna be a Patriots wash. No, it's gonna be a difficult postseason mm-hmm. for any team because that's just how the game is played. The top teams are always gonna go through the worst teams and one week it might seem like one team's on top of the world. But you gotta look at it, yeah, the Patriots may seem invincible right now. They really haven't been playing the best of teams. I know I have said that uh, Trevor Simeon really is nothing to be scared of, and now the Broncos aren't even going in the playoffs. Joe Flacco is extremely inconsistent, even though the Ravens have been extremely successful. <laughs> not me <even> yet, Tyler. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Uh, but my point is, is that this is going to be an extremely competitive playoff, and it's a good thing that the Patriots do have home field even though they have their two losses this year at home. I think that it's going to be even more difficult for any team to come into a playoff atmosphere in Gillette and be able to come away with victory.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I agree. I think that having home field advantage this year for the Pats is more important than ever just because I feel like if you look at a lot of these teams – it its going to be so difficult, to, you know. Roll into Oakland and win a playoff game, or roll, you know. God forbid, you know, Kansas City gets the two seed this weekend somehow. I think they still can, and you know, you have to go into Arrowhead with that team and try to take down them. They just annihilated Denver last week. I couldn't even imagine trying to go into Arrowhead again and the Patriots trying to take them down. So I'm happy that the Patriots aren't just kind of folding like they did last year coming down the stretch. I mean, the the game
0: they played against the Jets last week, you can make an argument, was their most complete performance of the year. Oh, easily. They had plenty of – they had basically more turnovers, it felt like, than they did the entire season uh, combined. And I really feel like last year we felt like we were in a really good spot. We were 10-0. Everything was great. We just beat the Giants, which we've never been able to do. And then they kind of just start to coast a little bit. Yeah, they got a few more victories here and there. But they really laid off the gas pedal, and there was really no energy in fire. This year, the team kind of got criticized for not really seeming to have that kind of passion. There was a lot of trades. There was a lot of rumblings about there being locker room problems. But now it just seems like this group of people, especially on the defensive secondary, they seem fired up. Mal?
1: Thought we lost him again to a service issue. Oh, we'll get him. We'll get him right back.
0: Butler, I have been one of his biggest critics all year. I have not said he is elite. I really, really don't want to say he's elite right now just because he's been oh, playing so well. He's so but good. But he has been proving me wrong, millions of people wrong, that he is a top corner in this league. He hits hard. He is all over the past. He, even Logan Ryan, who is like I've said, the most unlucky defender in the world who seems to always be having perfect coverage, as the announcers say, but they still manage to catch the pass. Uh I don't know how that works. But the secondary seems rejuvenated and ready to go, and this is really a big test. It still would not surprise me at all if Bill Balanchuk just goes through this game and re-signs Steven Jackson just so he can run him 37 times up the middle for some stupid reason, it wouldn't surprise me at all, but it seems like that they've learned from their mistakes from last year. They're going into this last game going hard, because they know that the Dolphins are going to be going in hard as well. They are fighting for their lives. This isn't going to be some game where, oh, we're going to try and just, like, injure Tom Brady just because, like, if we can't make it to the playoffs, we might as well be able to... Because you ruin know, the Patriots' day, but no, they are going to be fighting for their lives.
1: Because you know, you 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 get that five seed if you're the Dolphins, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're going up against the Houston Texans in Houston, rather than the uh, the Pittsburgh
0: Steelers in Pittsburgh. So you know they're going to be coming after this game. Oh, totally, and they have a chance to. In. And- what also hasn't really been talked about, the Raiders are obviously going to make the playoffs, but they don't have Derek Carr. Whoever goes to Oakland is definitely going to have a lot easier of a time if they uh-huh. can hold on to this two-seed. It really is going to be interesting to see just how this playoff turns out. There are so many storylines, and that's what makes this playoff the uh, uh, NFL playoff so exciting because you have Tom Brady, the guy who got suspended for four games on questionable accusations about air pressure in football. You have the Raiders, who have been irrelevant for years but have made a big step forward. You have the two rookie sensations of the Dallas Cowboys. You have Big Ben and Antonio Brown, two guys that have been out of the playoffs recently, but they, uh, Big Ben has had success in the playoffs and has rings to show. The Dolphins, who could make the playoffs and for the first time in... I don't even know how many years. There are just so many great things to watch this upcoming playoff. And we still have – this is basically week one of the playoffs coming up. Mm -hmm. Week 17 is pretty much the first week of the playoffs, I'd say.
1: So give me your overall prediction with this Miami Dolphins game. Do you think the Patriots will be able to run away with this one by the end of the second half, or do you think this one will be a close one all the way?
0: I honestly am afraid of making an accusation because last game I said that the Patriots would – Have a very close game against the Jets, but will pull away in the end. I was wrong. I was dead wrong. (laughs) But I'm going to say that the way that the Patriots have been playing, I think that they are going to come out strong. And I think it's going to be a little bit of the same uh, blueprint as we saw earlier this season. We're going to come out strong, and then we might get a little nervous at the end if the Dolphins come. Uh, I, I just have faith that... Belichick and Patricia can confuse Matt Moore to make him make Matt Moore do what the Patriots want him to do and fall into those traps I say that's when 24 to 14
1: Pats win 24 to 14 Tyler Trudeau will let you go it sounds like you're are you on vacation where are you at
0: I am driving home from work. I am calling from my uh, 96 Mercedes-Benz. Yup. Love it. (laughs) Love it. All right, Tyler, you have a good day. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it a lot. Thanks, Harris. Have a good one, man. You too. See ya. Bye.
1: Are you sick of buying off-the-rack suits but are worried about spending too much on a fitted one? It's a shame because every man looks better in a suit. Indochino is the place for you. They make made-to-measure suits and shirts that fit you perfectly at an incredible price. They only use the finest fabrics and you get to customize the details you want, including your lining, lapels, personal monogram, and more. So how does it work? Go and visit their Boston showroom at 85 Newberry Street. Pick from dozens of fabrics, colors, and patterns. Choose all of your custom. Whether it's your lining, your lapel, and more, get measured by a style guide, kick back, relax, and get ready to step into a perfectly fitting suit in just four weeks. This week, my listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $389 when you mention Code Patriots at the Boston Indochino showroom. $800 made-to-measure suit for only three. 89 that's over 50% off so go book your Boston showroom appointment at indochino.com go to indochino.com to book your appointment at their Boston showroom and again get any premium suit for just $389 when you mention code patriots you won't beat this deal anywhere so go out and get your suit today All right, everyone, that is going to do it for this week's Patriots Beat Podcast. Please remember to check out the Patriots game show. You can call it at 929-477-2386 and listen live at CLNS Radio. But that's going to do it. If you want to help support the show, please give us a subscription rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Today show is presented to you by Indikino. Go to indikino.com and use the promo code PATRIOTS for more than 50% off a custom-made suit. Omaha Steaks, go to OmahaStakes.com and use the promo code BEAT for 77% off the family gift pack. Blue Apron, go to blueapron.com slash PATRIOTS to get your first three meals free with free shipping. And by ZipRecruiter, go to ziprecruiter.com. Slash sports fans to post jobs for free. Music was provided by High 209 and Joshua Morse. Want to thank our guest, Tyler Tudeau, from our own CLNS Radio. For Patriots content manager, Michael Longi, CLNS Radio executive producer, Larry H. Russell, the founder of the network, Nick Gelso. Thanks to everyone who tuned in. This has been Harris Rubens, and this is the Patriot podcast powered by CLNS, CLNS Radio. Excuse me. I hope everyone had a great Christmas slash Hanukkah, and I hope everyone has a happy and healthy new year. We'll see you guys next week.